0: to another edition of Crop This, the official Crop Opti podcast. Crop Opti, leaders in agronomy. For a great year on the farm, get in touch. Visit cropopti.com.au or visit the team at 100 Golf Course Road in Horsham. Uh, welcome
1: all. Welcome to uh, episode three of the Crop Opti podcast. Uh, Today we've got Didge in, Wazza. How are we? And Beno as well. So uh, so (coughs) what's going on? It's raining at the moment. Yeah, it's wet everywhere, Didge. I've got really cold toes
2: today and um, we're trying to pump water off the lawn again, so it's a good start.
1: Yeah,
0: another eight or nine mil I think it's been since last night. A weird um, sort of system just hovering over us. Um, yeah, I think everyone's sort of a bit sick of it. Although I reckon they missed this one
3: a little bit down south, so they'll be happy about that.
1: And Jane Barn over here to my right.
3: I was just looking at the radar when Waza said, so it looks like it might nearly be, might nearly be stopped for today, but I think Thursday there's more and Saturday there's more. So when you're on a good thing, it seems to continue to happen. That's what the doctor ordered. <laughs> So uh, obviously hot
1: topics this week, urea is a massive hot topic, Um, we're not going to delve too much into that because it's a little bit depressing, so um, supplies obviously coming back online now, so yeah, hopefully that'll cheer a few up over the next um, couple of weeks anyway, so um, yeah, price wise around urea, it's still sitting at that sort of 600 mark and Unless you're getting gouged, as we heard this morning from a couple that's um, pushing into the seven hundreds, which um, not quite sure. We, we were talking about it this morning where we was how um, seems a bit strange how one mob in particular is finding a bit of urea when nobody could get contracts and but they didn't have any earlier. So
0: yeah, that's a bit bizarre. Don't know. Maybe maybe they were able to fluke one.
1: There is such a thing as a duck that lays a golden egg, so I don't know what lays pebbles in your ear, but anyway, sounds like a bit of sparrow shit, but <laughs> um, <laughs> let's not get too into that. So, Edge, what else is going on? Oh, uh, not too much.
2: Just uh, looking at a couple paddocks and there's a couple recos starting to go out. A little bit of Inovix starting to happen.
0: A bit of a doozy there. Just trying to figure out which way to go with some fumetry.
2: Yeah, yeah, lots of fumetry up at uh, Rainbow. So just coming up in some uh, in the furrow of some lentils that had reflex underneath. So it's always been a bad paddock for it and, yeah, sort of decided the best way to go. Me and we were talking about it earlier. It's going to look like Intercept at this stage because nothing else really does... Any sort of job on it, so sort of the way it's going to have to go.
0: You sort of, yeah. Touched on what else do we touch on? Broad strike.
2: Got to get a good day for that though, and at the moment they're few and far between. Mm. So getting called, yeah, yeah.
1: You reckon
3: betos on Tinder? <laughs> Could be. Yeah, no, I am. Yeah, I've just actually set up a profile this morning. So I'm just.
2: Are you pretending to be someone else?
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. No, I was actually just looking up some stuff that you were talking about. That was all. So.
2: You gonna tell me I'm wrong? Because <coughs> that's fine.
3: No, no. Oh. no, 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 no. I'm just glad you've got to deal with it, not me. Thanks.
0: <laughs> sort of anyway. a bit of an interesting one, Fumetry, um because Overwatch is doing a really good job on probably its uh, um, bad cousin, um, Bifora, and it sort of does a little bit of work on like bedstraw and Fumetry that, but. Yeah, absolutely smashes the um, bifora. So, Mm.
1: I think even this year we've seen where guys had Overwatch out last year, there's still that kind of residual hangover a little bit too, isn't there? It seems to be taken care of a little bit. The bifora that's popping up here and there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I did see that as well. It smokes it.
1: Yeah, which is good. So, um, Yeah, I think Overwatch in general this year, I don't think there's been too many complaints, probably not as much under Barley. We've all had our own experiences with that over the last couple of years, but, yeah, I think um, definitely under Canola, it seems to have a real fit at the moment, so...
0: Yeah, it's been... um, It's funny because sort of almost deja vu three years in a row now with Overwatch under Barley. In some cases, we've we've seen the damage. A couple of guys sort of getting... (laughs) Backpackers on the cedar when sowing the barley and um, going a bit shallow and um, yeah or the someone else going a bit quicker and um, yeah it's one of those things where you get back to doing the farm plan and you sort of go nah it's um, we'll change that for these particular people but they seem to still like the weed control so and we've been fortunate I suppose with how the years have been for the crop to to still perform so.
3: but I think though too we've discussed that you've got to make it fit in the program just because it is that different mode of action different group that we've got to just accept a little bit of damage here and there because I've actually noticed the um, the PY520 TC Canola seems to be more sensitive to it as well so it just it's coming out of it but it has certainly has um, where guys have had multiple varieties run the same pre option that they certainly um, tickled up a little bit more or shows a lot more yellowing. So probably just something to keep an eye on for coming years, especially if it's a variety that we continue to continue to grow. It just seems to be a little bit more sensitive, which I saw last year with a, a paddock or two as well, just with um, trifecta. Um, seems to be checked a little bit by it, but um, yeah.
1: Seems to be about triazine trait doesn't it? It's, you know, the other ones like your 44 Y94s and your Roundup Ready, they so don't seem to show those symptoms.
3: No, a couple of the Roundup Ready ones don't seem to be affecting at all. And then, the, the yeah, the Y94, you know, shows a bit of yellowing on some of them, that anything that's a bit shallow sown, But the 520s just, um, yeah, sort of, I reckon it's probably checked it, actually. Like, it's actually set it back a little bit, so... I dare say I'll change probably that scenario where we can, like unless guys really want to push that overwatch, but I just yeah, just don't like it being sort of set back at all. So.
1: I think these um, Clearfield Trizines, they've definitely got that a little bit more vigour, though, than, you know, your standard TTs. So, you know, as you said, Beto, it's hard when it's working really well to try and shift guys out of that. And especially with overwatch, <laughs> you know, if you're not growing beans and... Um, you know, whether or not you are or you aren't using it under lentils, it's sort of really the only fit.
3: Well, it's one of those things too, like, if you want to grow canola, like, guys or people are trending into the clear fields, which are probably the highest yielding, but then if you take your overwatch out, if you've got by four, you've got no control options in crop because your Inovix is as weak as weak. So I guess you've got to draw the line with what you want, whether you want a weed explosion or you want full, um, you know, full crop yield, I suppose, which everyone wants. But, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to take a little bit of a setback to make sure you're maintaining the uh, the, the weed control and still maximising your yield where you can. But guys that have had huge by issues for the last 15 years that have been using Overwatch over the last, say, what, three years? It's been out of four years. Like, you know, you go to those key parts of the paddock now and you can hardly find a plant, which used to just be a carpet. So... You know, yes, we might have suffered some yield penalty on some barley, etc. Over the last four years, but it's actually cleaning up a weed that was probably one of the biggest challenges.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how um, how much longer we get that really good control. I reckon it would be a really long time because I've seen by four it would be bowled over just by the um, just by you know a little bit of volatility from neighbouring paddocks. So a sniff. Yeah.
1: Crop this. I think even from a post-end point of view, you know, the carfen Zone, Affinity Force and that in crop, you know, we, we were using a lot of that um, aptitude and we probably sort of, you know, you used to get a bit of crop yellowing out of those type of, type of products and I think now, you know, the Overwatch is actually doing such a good job that you know, we haven't really ever needed to come back with those, and we can target other weeds too, which is which has been good, and probably mix our chemistry up a little bit more too, which is also good. So
0: and I suppose on that too, <coughs> that um, just back on the the setback on the crop a little bit from the overwatch, you're going to be getting that with that um, affinity anyway. So yeah. it's sort of yeah, yeah, damned if you do, damned if you don't.
1: I think the other thing with Affinity too is that it's a little bit temperamental in the way, you know, we can actually mix it and um, definitely a little bit frost prone. It goes a bit funny around frost as well, you know, um, just highlighting that, you know, yellowing of the plant, which nobody likes to see, but yeah, it does happen. So.
3: But so I think also too, if you're getting good control with Overwatch, like now that we've got Saracen that's got activity on by four, and then you go, if you're mixing that with, say, Velocity that has, Activity on by four as well. So, if you drive those numbers down with that pre-M, then obviously we can use products that are softer on the crop as well. Following, that's still going to get you know those stragglers that might be through. But I don't know, I haven't seen too many that are coming through um, the overwatch and actually causing an issue, really. So,
1: I think with velocity too, we're sort of going back into that Bramoxenol grouping. Um, you know, I think over the years, a lot of guys have. Gotten away from that, it probably got quite expensive, and LVE was so cheap that everybody wanted to go LVE. But you know, having that um, that different active as well, you know, we we're sort of covering a different spectrum of weeds a little bit too.
0: Also, Talonol. It's
1: no good. <laughs> Sorry, St. Jenna. It's, uh <laughs> might have its fit in the mallee, but let's be honest, was Come off. Is that, is that defamation? Are <clears throat> we letting
3: it? <laughs> it's not only plastic, that is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hopefully, Nev's not listening.
2: <laughs> One episode Nev listens to.
1: <laughs> on up. So, um, probably not much else sort of happening around the traps at the moment. I think um, the next few days are going to be spent inside. Crop this.
0: It's time for Waz's World. Do you want a bit of feedback? That's interesting tweet I just saw. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: Oh, here we go. Straight out of Waz's
1: <coughs> Twitter report Twitter agronomy. Uh, Twitter one. agronomy. Hashtag. Yeah. Ask Twitter. Ask we'll, Waz. We'll ask Waz. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah, we should start. That. If anyone
0: wants to uh, get read out on the podcast, we'll. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hashtag ask <afterwards.
0: laughs> <laughs> nah, I saw this from Chris Davy, who's in South Australia. He does. Um, he's sort of part of Weed Smart. Yeah, he just put up one just with a lot of fleabane coming up in some crops over there already, and that's sort of yeah. It's it's, uh, it's an issue that we're definitely facing over here as well. Um, so whether or not we can address it now in the paddock. Um,
3: but I, I think now, like, you know, everyone saw it last year and how bad it was. If, if there's ever a time to probably, you know, control it or act, if you could pick a time you want to deal with it, it's probably in that winter period, especially in those cereal phases where you've actually got some products that when you're hitting an alley when it's small or a rosette stage or whatever, that it's far easier to control than when we're trying to do it in the summer. When you've got conditions against you, you've got product avail- – or not so much product availability, but products – that aren't going to work as well in those situations and generally by then it's knee high when we're trying to kill it so now's definitely the best time especially those paddocks those lentil paddocks that were washed out last year that are probably into a, a cereal that we need to make sure that um yeah we're probably addressing that even if we're not seeing it it's probably um it's probably going to be there to some degree so
0: yeah that product choice be a bit diligent about it We'll um, start that segment going forward.
1: I was going to say I was ask waiting was. for a funny. I think we already have. I'm weird. hashtag <laughs> ass was. Was so. waiting
2: for a funny tweet was. Yeah,
1: I got. You got a nothing.
0: Not
3: a ah. really funny guy. I'm not a funny guy. But I guess probably going forward too, we've had the discussion. Obviously, we touched on urea, you know, before, but you know, don't don't put your heads in the sand that there there are other options out there that we can sort of look at. You know, from the liquid form and you know, obviously SOA as well. So just because urea is not not available you got to look at you know we're trying to get a yield out of crops that you know need nitrogen well there are other ways to do it it may not be the ideal or the number one you know choice that you first thought you're going to make but I think we've got to explore other things instead of just saying I can't get it well there are other options that at the end of the day if you're trying to achieve the highest yield some sort of nitrogen out there or some form of nutrition is going to be better than um, just saying I can't find it and, and put nothing on there so I think from a
1: timing point of view too, you know, it's wet, things are good at the moment and it's really, you know, really vital I think to get it on early rather than, like you said, waiting until the end of August, start of September. Yeah. I think the horse is kind of bolted. Yep, that
0: return's going to be there even if these other options are a little bit dearer. <clears throat> you're still going to get that return on the investment, so.
3: But it's also one of those things too, like, we get the information from the companies, so they're you know they're middle of July or they're start of August. If that all of a sudden turns into the end of August, start of September, well, you know you're at, you're only going by the information we're fed. It's the same with weather forecasts, the same with everything. So, I think if you if you've got some sort of control over what you're doing by you know grabbing hold of another product or securing something, I think it probably shows the last three weeks if you've got it or you've got it locked in. At least you can control what you're doing rather than. You know, waiting until for a ship to turn up that we've got no idea where it is.
1: Oh no, very good. <coughs> Plenty happening around the traps. So, um, was your um, what are we calling your little segment going forward? Hashtag ask was, <laughs> and will I'm um, <laughs> sure we'll come up with some cool music to play around that. <coughs> so, we probably have got one more where we'll uh, we're going to run a new segment as well. Beto's probably unaware of it, but
3: oh, segments, just, this this uh, is going to be a stitch up.
1: Yep. This is a bit of a stitch up. So, the next segment will be. Uh, Frolit's Fun Facts.
3: <laughs> I'm going to need some time to work on this. You can't, you can't drop that on me and expect something to be fun. But I will work on that future if that's where you're going with going forward. Yeah, but uh, I do works. have nothing for today. So. Righto. <laughs> so stay tuned
1: next week to uh, Frolit's Fun Facts.
3: Stitcher. <laughs> um, Stitcher. Up. Stitch up.
1: Anna, on behalf of uh, everyone here, um, thanks for dialing in and um, you'll hear from us again soon. See ya. See ya.
0: And that draws a close to another edition of Crop This, the official Crop Opti podcast. Like what you've heard? Be sure to like, subscribe and, of course, leave a review rupopti.com.au for a great year on the farm, get in touch and visit the team at 100 Golf Course Road in Horsham.